Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. Today, we're going to kind of recap Christianity, if that makes sense to you. Give you, try to, uh, sometimes you need recalibrated as to how things work, because you get lost in work, and you get lost in doing things, and, and you, you get disconnected from truths, right? And in the society that we're living in, there's even a battle over the textbooks, you know, in the schools, because, see, they want to change our identity, so you've got to change our roots. If I can change what you came from in your head, then you can become somebody else. And see, I think you've got to sweep off the old foundations and tie off to the truths that are eternal for you to be a good decision maker. Um, God has plans for you for good and not for evil, for blessing and not for cursing. But if you don't know what the plans are, or you, uh, they have faded away from the busyness of life, you can live and die and never get what God provided for you. Jesus died on the cross for you. And he suffered greatly so you can have a life. Tremendous suffering. It wasn't just, you know, I, I hate to look at bad things, but sometimes I think we, you should use your imagination of the brutality of the cross so you get adjusted in your heart in the area of gratitude. I'm not a, I don't like to rehearse bad things, but I rehearse the ones that are true if they're going to keep me right. You understand? Truth, you need truth to be a good decision maker. And anytime you leave things because you don't like looking at them, you get a little bit miscalibrated. Well, we're going to talk about even uh, discovery of God. You know, I don't know. I think God just chased me till he caught me. But discovery, you know, is when God reveals to you himself and it becomes undeniable that he exists. I don't know how you feel, but I remember when I was in my early 20s. You know, I got saved when I was in my teens, but didn't know anything, so nothing come of it. But when I was in my 20s, it actually got the reality that God was real. I mean really real. Like somebody made the universe and I didn't know anything about that. When I got a view of how big he was, then I got a view of how powerful he was. And when I figured that out, I got a little spooked before I got really saved. Did anybody get scared when they got to figure out that there was a real God and you you had a misperception of life? Nobody? I'll put my hand up because I remember how sobering it was and how when I realized that there's a God, I mean a real one, the kind of made the universe that I don't know anything about and made each person, it was scary to think that anybody could be that powerful. And it, it like any other truth, when you find it out, you become responsible for what you learned. And that was even more sobering to me because I, I, I had enough in my heart that I knew I was going to have to take action steps for what I found out. 
See, that's the problem with truth. Once you discover it, it never leaves you alone. You can bury it under alcohol. You can bury it under drugs. You can bury it under sex. You can bury it under everything. But deep down inside you, once you know the truth, it literally gnaws at you until you begin to conform your life to it and obey it. Uh, John chapter 3, the story about Nicodemus. I love Nicodemus because he was the only one that was brave enough to ask the hard questions. Because when you ask hard questions, I, I've been afraid to ask God questions because I didn't know if I had the character to match what I was going to hear. Does anybody identify with that? You know how they go talk to the hand? In other words, I don't want to hear it. There are times I didn't ask God questions because it was too much for my person. I was afraid of the answer, and I, I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes when I was younger, I was really afraid of God. I had to get to trust God to want to hear him. And, you know, he's been very merciful to me. Um, I told you guys I smoked for years, you know, and I told God that I'm done quitting smoking. I'm going to smoke now. If anything's going to be done about this, you're going to have to do it because I can't get out. And after a short period of time, you know, God delivered me from cigarettes. He just had an altar call. You know, I, I've said this to those of you who come here know that story. But I said to God, I said, you know, if anything's going to be done, you've got to do it because I can't. Well, my pastor just had an altar call and said, you want more God in your life? Come on up here. Well, I went up there and I got more God. I didn't know what happened. You know, I just did it by faith. You know, altar calls are great. I never missed them. And I went home and I, and I realized there was an ash, a cigarette butt in the ashtray next to where I, my recliner where I watched football. And I realized I hadn't smoked all day and I was never going to smoke again. I didn't quit. I got delivered. But it wasn't until I quit trying to fix myself that I got delivered. As long as you're trying to do good and fix yourself, God can't get in. You, ha you have to relinquish your life. You have to let go of your issue. And it didn't, isn't it funny now, if I told that to a religious person that I told God I was just going to keep smoking until he could do something about it. <laughs> That's what I told him. I couldn't stop in myself. I couldn't see it possible. But I could see him doing it. Hallelujah. That's all you got to do is see him doing it. I wasn't in me. I was learning to get in him. God was letting me wear myself out trying to be disciplined that I'm not going to drink, I'm not going to smoke, I'm not going to cuss, I'm not going, I'm not going, I'm not going to. There's no power in that human discipline. There's only power in his, your divine nature. See, the old guy can't discipline himself the way he needs to be to be in God, pleasing to God. But the born again guy on the inside is the one that wants to please God and that's the guy that you always feed. He's the one you want to run your life, not, not the old guy. The old guy's supposed to go to the grave. We're putting a few in the water here next week. Right. We're going to drown them guys. I'm joking. We're going to drown them devils and they're going to be gone. In Jesus' name, that old nature's gone. That's the whole point in the water baptism is the old nature. Is a, it's a grave. You know that's a grave. The baptism is a grave. It's not just a submersion in water. It's a tomb for the old guy. It's a line of demarcation of the old nature. And we always say that, you know, anything you were is willing to take you back. If you feed it, you can go back to it. But the goal is to leave him dead, right? So Nicodemus comes to Jesus by night and says, he says some truths he figured out. This reminded me of when I got saved. It says, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. Uh-oh, that means we know there's a God and you're the messenger. 
If you don't want to hear it, that'll scare you. <laughs> For no man does these miracles that, that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus gives him a, an opening statement. He says, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. There's a, there's a part of life that you, you do not know about unless you've accepted Jesus as your savior. savior. You are literally blind because the, the repentance causes you to see. That, that's why I always say people that never repent of anything don't learn much. And this is going to sound so hard. But if you can't apologize or say you're sorry, you stay stuck. And I can only walk with you till your chain comes out of the and got your leg. And see, if I live by your unrepentant heart, I can't go either. So I got to separate. I'm just going to keep. See, I don't believe people. I just keep walking. And if they got a chain around their leg and they don't want to let go of it because they, they want to be that way, I can't do anything about it. But why should my future be dependent on their disobedience? Shouldn't. You know, the Lord told me something last week. He says that uh, a man shouldn't limit his life to somebody else's insecurities. When people around you are insecure, they want to control you. Okay? Because they want you to fit in their version of what you should be. And this sounds so tough. It might sound easy, but when you try to do it, you're going to wake up some things. When you try to walk out of somebody else's expectation of you because they're insecure, it's going to be a painful journey till you get far enough away it doesn't hurt anymore. Because you're thinking you're going to get the approval of all the people. I used to think that success would get accolades. Spiritual success. I don't believe that anymore. I believe it wakes up all the people who, who don't want to go and they persecute you. And I think it wakes up all the people who are afraid to go and they don't treat you that good. That's why when you get saved, all the people who aren't persecute you because what you did is you knocked their theology in the head by accident. You didn't set out to do it, but you just proved there was a God because your nature's changing in front of their eyes. And all of a sudden, they, you're rattling their world because they're seeing that you're finding another dimension of life that they refuse to acknowledge. So what do you always do when something's not what fit in your head? You criticize it. That's what people do. So you, this sounds really strong, but your ability to take that criticism determines how successful you're going to be. As Dr. Summerall used to say, another man's head is no place for your happiness. You have to walk out, and, and I'm going to stretch your head a little bit more, just cause. If you have a mate that doesn't want to go, there's going to be some tension in that marriage while you're going. There's going to be tension. You might not like it, but it's a reality. If somebody in the marriage decided they was going to dig their heels in, bless God, they ain't doing it. You, what are you supposed to do? Stop your spiritual growth? What you do is you use their bad character at that time to make you grow stronger. You learn, to, you learn to be right with people when they're not right to you. See, God uses everything. He uses everything to make you grow up spiritually. And you become more mature. You become stronger. You hurt. But you're getting to know God real good. You're digging a well with God there because you're, 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 you're digging. You're, you're going into Him 
instead of into them trying to fix them. My God. When you go into him instead of them, you go into them, you're going to get what they got. You go into him, you're going to get what he's got. How many of you start acting like the person you're mad at? That, that's what I'm talking about. When you get so locked in on them, you're stuck. And what they got starts making its way into your life. That's when you go into Him. In Him we live and move and have our being. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.